Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tuesday night here on Oilers and now Brendan Escott in the driver's seat, Bob Stoffer in the driver's seat of a golf cart. Again, how does this keep working out for the guy? It's because he's so well-connected. He knows a lot of the right people, and uh, he's a pretty important guy, might I add. So second night in a row, you hear from me, Bob Stoffer, back tomorrow when the Oilers will have officially lifted the lid on training camp 2023. Right now they're in uh, the waiting period. The rookies uh, just getting back last night from a 1-1 and 1 performance at the Young Stars Classic. That was their first regulation loss yesterday, by the way. Since 2013 at that event. That is absurd. They were 14-0-3 heading into that game. Ultimately fell 5-2 to the Canucks rookies. We'll talk a little bit about that, but more so set the sights over the course of this show on training camp, which opens with physicals tomorrow on ice on Thursday. Tonight, we've got former NHL player, general manager, and agent Brian Lawton coming up. For uh, Colin Ruddle and our friends at Wow Factor Desserts, 6.30 Chad's Inside the Game analyst Rob Brown will swing by for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Uh, find out exactly what he's looking at at this Oilers training camp. What kinds of questions are there as we move toward the next couple of weeks and ultimately the start of the season? It's as good a group as they've had. Is it as deep a group as they need? Is it as tough a group as will be required to escape the Western Conference playoffs? Well, we can talk about all that over the course of the show and certainly at 6.35 as well. We'll open up the phone line, we'll hear your texts, get to the audio vault and we'll check in with Reed Wilkins, find out what he's got coming up tonight on Inside Sports. River Cree Resort Casino Hotline is 780-496-0063. Don't miss Ruben and Clay 20. The tour live at the River Cree Saturday, September 30th. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com. River Cree Resort and Casino excitement. Bet on it. You uh, old school American Idol fans would be interested in Ruben and Clay. Ashley Fine Floors text line is that same number 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. We are on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Oilers Now. Bob is at Bob underscore Stoffer. I am at Brendan Escott. And the top story today, well, the top story is that training camp opens up officially tomorrow. Top story brought to you, as always, by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments 
no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. Uh, what is your biggest question? What do you need answered? During training camp, do you need anything answered at all? I mean, this is sort of, sort of what I'm saying here is it's it's a year in which there's not a ton of roster battles. You're kind of looking at who's going to be the fourth line center. Lane Peterson, um, Matthias Janmark battling, Derek Ryan is battling, um, Kajula in the fold, Dylan Holloway, where do these kinds of guys slot in? NHL, AHL, or otherwise. Raphael Lavoie is one to keep an eye on. He's no longer waiver exempt, so a former second round pick would probably look pretty appealing on the wire to another team and a team with some salary cap flexibility, which is a luxury that the competing Edmonton Oilers do not have. They're at negative $390,000 in salary cap room right now. But they're in a good spot. They're picked by many to compete for a Stanley Cup once again, and this is where you want to be. So I ask again, I mean, is there a question you need answered heading into training camp? Or maybe you're looking at a surprise breakout candidate. But I'm wondering what storyline you're following this year. There's, there's a whole multitude of ways that this could go. 780-496-0063. Let me know where you are focusing now that the rookie tournament has wrapped up. And it's, again, the construction of the, the Oilers' rookie roster this time around was very different because of how things have gone in the standings over the last several years. Uh, Carter Savoy, Matt Petrov, and Bo Aiki all finished with three points in the three games they tied for the team's lead in scoring. But really, it was Bo Aiki that sort of turned the heads in the first couple of games. The 18-year-old right-shot defenseman playing with the Barry Colts. He's going to be playing in Barry again and running their power play, which is certainly something that has the Oilers brass excited. And Rick Pracy, who joined the show yesterday in a one-on-one with Bob Stoffer, he's the new director of amateur scouting for the Oilers. He didn't make the achy pick, but he did get to see him play in Penticton. He had these thoughts. It's certainly Bo Aiki. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I realized he was the top pick of the club uh, a year ago, but uh, I think he's made a statement. Uh, it, it's only two games in, and I certainly don't want to overhype or put pressure. Uh, I've just been impressed with the way he's handled himself. Uh, his skating was expected to pop, and that has been... You know, he's on both sides of the puck, layering the attack, you know, defending the rush, closing gaps. So the feet were there, you know, been evident. Uh, but his poise with the puck, his confidence, uh, you know, the look like he wants to make a difference out there. I think it's been real, real encouraging, and I think it's exciting for the for the organization. Now, there were prospect tournaments going around all across North America, Buffalo, Traverse City, and Vegas as well. And still, one of the names that was highlighted in the athletic article that Scott Wheeler penned earlier today. As far as standouts at these rookie camps, Bo Aiki was right there. So, positive sign for the Edmonton Oilers. You're likely going to see him and Maximus Warner head to main camp when things open up in the next couple of days. Max Warner, a big body, 6'3", 194 pounds, and, uh, and has a lot of experience, I guess, now as, as a former Western Hockey League defenseman. What I love about Warner is how physical he's willing to play. You know, he was kind of a later pick a couple of years ago, a seventh rounder in 2021. 
But I suspect, I suspect if he went through the draft process once more, that he would have been regarded a lot higher because right shot defensemen don't really grow on trees, and when they do, they don't typically don't grow to six foot three, two hundred plus. So, uh, what might he look like moving forward? What kind of impact is Warner going to have in the American Hockey League this year? Something else to monitor for sure. But curious what you have to say. 780-496-0063. Who are you looking at as a breakout candidate this this uh, fall here as training camp is set to open? Or what questions do you have that you would like to see answered? Let us know on the text line. We'll get to your calls a little bit later on in the show. But let's get right now into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialists. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. A big and somewhat surprising trade. I, I say big, it's, it's middle of the road, okay? Montreal acquiring Tanner Pearson and a third-round pick from Vancouver this afternoon in exchange for goaltender Casey DeSmith. Uh, DeSmith acquired in that three-way trade, Pittsburgh-San Jose, the Carlson trade. Uh, DeSmith ended up in Montreal, but he was never sticking around in Montreal. So he ends up heading out to Vancouver. The goaltender will uh, provide some backups, some much-needed help to Thatcher Demko in that situation. And Montreal gets a veteran player in Tanner Pearson, who just spent the last five years in Vancouver. But overall, he's a 10-year NHL vet. Six of those spent as a Los Angeles King. He's got a 272 uh, total points and 590 career games, but was limited to just 14 games last year as a 30-year-old uh, because of injuries. So Montreal will take a chance on some leadership in the dressing room there from the Kitchener, Ontario native in Tanner Pearson. Elsewhere, 32-year-old Braden Shen named the 24th captain in St. Louis Blues history takes over after Ryan O'Reilly was, of course, traded last season. You'll see Robert Thomas, Justin Falk, and Colton Pareko all serving as assistant captains. Chicago, meanwhile, will go this year without one, which means that Connor Bedard will have to wait a year until he He's anointed the next captain of the Blackhawks. Flyers GM Danny Briere says that both Sean Couturier and Cam Atkinson are healthy. They will be at training camp after missing the majority of last season with injuries. Minnesota inking Kalen Addison to a one-year extension. It's worth $825,000. Here's this weird one from BioSteel, a company that you see everywhere but maybe they, maybe they were a little too big for their britches because they owe a lot of different entities a lot of money. In fact, more than 439 amounts, uh, $439 million in amounts owed to a range of businesses, not the least of which the National Hockey League, and uh, they're looking at about $8.7 million from BioSteel that they're not going to see. They're not going to see. I wonder who's going to be the official drink or sports drink provider of the NHL moving forward. Powerade Prime? Could it be Prime? I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll see. If you care about that kind of thing, you know, sports business is always um, quite interesting when you see it in such a grand scale like this. And like, how on earth? BioSteel is a relatively new operation-ish, and it uh, it has not gone well for them, apparently, on the financial side. Uh, Edmonton Oil Kings set to open the regular season. It's a Friday-Saturday home-and-home series against the Red Deer Rebels. They are in Red Deer on Friday night, back here 
here at Rogers Place Saturday the 23rd. And the 2-4 and four U of A Golden Bears continuing exhibition action there in Cold Lake. So if you're listening from up in the northeastern or nor- a little more north, I won't call that north, but a little more northeastern part of our province. You can check out some uh, U-Sports hockey there. The uh, USASC Huskies coming to town for a pair this weekend. That is NHL Today. This is Oilers Now. I am Brendan Escott, not Bob Stoffer. He'll be back tomorrow. But uh, if you'll join me as the show carries on, we'll be right back after this break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Training camp coming up tomorrow. The paperwork side of things, anyway. Everybody checks in and weighs in and rides the bike as hard as they can. I assume they still do all that kind of thing. I don't really know, though, so maybe we'll ask Rob Brown when he comes up a little later on on the show. And then, of course, they hit the ice on Thursday, all in advance of the first preseason game. And boy, does it happen quickly. Sunday afternoon, 4 o'clock, we've got live hockey for you on 6.30, Chad, the wait is nearly over. To me, it's really not, are the Oilers good enough anymore? The Oilers are good enough. Are the Oilers deep enough to sustain injury? Are the Oilers tough enough to go where they want to go? Those are really the two questions for me. I mean, if you can get quality play out of several of those people that you're hoping are competing for that fourth-line center spot. If you make that decision really hard on the organization, that's a good thing. If you get Brandon Sutter, who comes out here and proves everybody that says his cardio isn't good enough, if he comes out and he, he can skate with these guys, that's it's going to make a, a tough decision, but you know one that the franchise would probably way rather have to make than be scrambling and, and searching for, like we've seen with the likes of, say, Gaetan Haas, Joe Kim Nygaard, these types of players where they were they were sort of bound to those deals before. Not the case. Not the case. Are you deep enough? And are you tough enough? Because I think that they are actually good enough in the top end. 780-496-0063. Talking about questions that you have of this side heading into training camp this week. Bill in Drayton Valley says, Biggest question mark for me has got to be the goaltending. The defense and offensive ability of the team will be fine. That's from Wild Bill again in uh, Drayton Valley. Well, the team was... Middle of the pack, 17th out of 32 in goals against last year. So if you get your goaltenders to kick at more than an 888 save percentage like they did last season, or at least like Jack Campbell did last season, I should specify. Skinner was at a 913. Combined, that's a 903. So I wonder if the team save percentage, if the team's goaltending save percentage, if that gets up to, say, 910, 915 even, You're probably talking about a division winner, and we're probably not talking about Jack Campbell the way that we have been this offseason. We heard from Jack Campbell last week on this show, and, and the amount of ownership that he took over his own play last season, to me, really 
sort of echoed. It, it, it was loud in what he was trying to own. And he said that he only took like two weeks off. He waited until August to even take any time off. So Campbell knows as well as you do that his play is going to be critical to the uh, success of the team this year. I mean, you could you could ask Stuart Skinner to play 50 games again. But I don't know that you're paying Campbell five million dollars to only to only pony up for you know thirty what thirty two games, thirty two starts, something like that. I think you got to get more out of the guy you're paying more money to. If that's a more even split, you're in a lot better a situation. Campbell entering his uh, age 32 season, Skinner entering his uh, age 24 or turning 25 season. Just incredible what he was able to do last year. And I really think that there's a lot of people out there who do believe he was the true Calder winner. Matty Beneers goes home with the trophy from that awards show. But what did Stuart Skinner's play mean to the Edmonton Oilers? The fact that Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl are on the team should not have cost that young man the rookie of the year. I don't think that Matty Beneers' play was more integral to the success Seattle had last season than Skinner's was to Edmonton's success. If Skinner wasn't playing like that, Edmonton may not have been a playoff team. They might have been a wild card team. They might have been willed there by the offensive side of things. But come on. So if you get a step forward from him, who seems to be improving uh, at a radical pace... And then you get a step forward that Jack Campbell has been working hard at by his own account this whole offseason. Now you're you're in better shape. I don't know how much of that we're going to be able to really discern from the next few days of training camp, but curious to see how they rotate things in what is a long exhibition schedule. They'll have plenty of time to give plenty of looks and what might the back end look like, what might the goaltenders look like. Landon wants to know why the hate on Gaetan Haas and Joe Kim Nygaard. No hate. No hate. But those guys are back in Europe. Nobody else wanted to jump on board with them. That might be a telltale sign that the level of play wasn't where it needed to be for NHLers. Adam Ernie and Brandon Sutter and Sam Gagne. Proven NHLers. They want to come here and kick tires on whether this is a good spot for the rest of their career. At least for a season. Everybody seems to see Edmonton as a spot where they can get it done this season as long as a few things go right. And yeah, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to be a part of that? Surprised to see that Adam Ernie got that deal, though. A full admission. I thought when when Brandon Sutter and Sam Gagne were the two that had the PTO, I thought that was it. And now you bring in a bit of a bigger body, Ernie with some certainly some thickness to him and a guy that's been known to add a, a physical dimension I don't think that's exactly his M.O., but it is something I think the Edmonton's roster is devoid of or could use more of. And if he can bring that, then I think that might be a clear avenue for him to earn a spot at camp. We'll talk about the strengths of each of those in town on PTOs and much more with Brian Lawton. He's been a player. He's been an agent. He's been a general manager. We'll also talk to him about evaluating a rookie tournament and, of course, the Mike Babcock situation when we get back after a global news weather traffic update on 630 Chat. 